This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 49. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, it's Andrea here. I am so excited. This is a bonus episode for you today. I have an, an awesome author on the show today. She is so inspirational. Wait till you hear all that we are going to talk about. I'm so excited to uh, have Wanika Matthews on the show. She's also known as Win Inspires. Isn't that incredible? It's so sweet. And guess what? She's only 23 years old, a published author. She's a speaker, a mentor, and she lives in Toronto, Ontario. And you know, that's where I'm from too. Yay! <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> So Wanika, she was actually born with um, an in, she was injured at birth and she was born with something called obstetrical brachial plexus injury. Now that is a big thing to say. It's hard to say actually. And uh, we're going to get more into it as well and find out how actually being born with this helped her in so many ways. And it actually, it, it really didn't show up as a disability for her, right? Because it didn't hold her back. It didn't disable her in any way. So inspirational. I can't wait to have her on here. She's coming on in a few seconds. And uh, she actually wrote a book. And we're going to talk all about the book. It's called Brighter Days Ahead. And uh, so inspirational. I have not read it yet. <laughs> and there's the operative word there yet. It, I will highlight it and I will read it. And I'm so excited to delve in. But I was so inspired by her and I really wanted to have her on the show. And she is making a difference in this world and she's spreading positivity and she's just so motivational. And at 23, can you believe it? Like, it's just, it's incredible. Wait till you hear her. Um, so her book was actually launched in October and uh, she's been quite busy, you know, making her rounds, promoting her book and everything. And I thought, what a great person to have on this show, you know, to help her promote her book and to spread the word. And guess what? If you stay till the end of the show, I probably have a give, a book giveaway for you, her book. And so stick around. I'll give you the details on that. And um, yeah, so I would love to just introduce you to her. Winika, thank you so much for being on the show. Hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah, so good. I'm so thrilled that you were able to come on the show and, uh, you know, talk with the listeners. I know they'll love you and adore you. Um, can you. Can you talk to me? Tell me a little bit about yourself. So I'm Anika Matthews and I'm 23 years old. I was born right here in Toronto, Ontario, and I was born with obstetrical brachial plexus injury. And right now I'm a recreationist. So I'm a supervisor at an after school boys and girls club. And uh, that's something that I've always wanted to do from when I was younger. And a lot of the kids are very interested in always asking me about my arm. People come up to me and ask me, you know, what happened? And they're curious. And I was always taught that if they ask, they're just curious. They're not trying to be rude. And I know the difference between like somebody trying to like taunt or bullying me or somebody who is actually curious. And these are like adults, children. And I was just like, you know what? Well, 
just tell them and make sure that I'm inspiring them and tell them about my story and I'm excited. And this is like my first podcast that I'm doing. So I was super excited and I'm honored to be on your show. And thank you so much for having me, Andrea. I appreciate it so much. Oh, honestly, uh, I'm so happy to have you. Um, so for those of you who, for those of us who are not necessarily aware or familiar um, with the brachial plexus injury, can you tell us a little bit more about it just so that we, we understand, you know, what it is that, that you were born, that you were born with? So what had happened was what obstetrical brachial plexus injury is? Well, obstetrical is just a fancy word for birth and then brachial plexus injury everyone has a brachial plexus and that is the nerve connecting nerves connecting in your neck and I was injured so what had happened was as I was being born uh I got stuck my shoulders had gotten stuck and the doctor who was delivering me was trying to get me out as fast as he can he had pulled and you know moved my head from side to side and through that whole process uh the nerves had pulled right out of my spinal cord and caused permanent injuries and um there's three types of uh, brachial plexus injury. So some nerves can be stretched and that can happen at birth or like a sports injury or an accident. And then some can be torn and can be regenerated or through surgery repaired. And then there's the avulsed nerves and avulsed nerves means pulled directly from the source. And I had a mix of all three and my own is mostly the worst. So all of them were pulled right out. Seven months surgery was unsuccessful because the nerve damage was too severe for them to repair it. And it's not just in my right arm, my brachial plexus injury. It was also in my left. But uh, they focused more on my right side because my left side wasn't as injured. And they thankfully regenerated themselves. So that is basically the gist of brachial plexus injuries. And there's people who I've met who have a range of them. And I'm just now connecting with other people in the last two years. So I'm very excited. Wow. So it's actually an injury at birth. And that's so it sounds like you've become an expert on it. Holy smokes. Like you just, wow, you just explained that so incredibly. And um, thank you so much for letting us know, you know, all about it for the people who aren't familiar. And, and, and I think that's part of your mission, you were saying, right, to just to raise awareness, because it is a visual thing that people do see. And I love how you said in the introduction that you um, take it upon yourself to, you know, not feel like people are judging you, but just to educate them, you know, what this is and what's gone on, and just make them feel, you know, more familiar with what has happened for you and um and I have to say like that it comes from such a brave place and and um I I love the fact that you're very compassionate about their inquiry even right your compassion able to explain um to them what that is so and so how did that go from like how has that affected you in your life so growing up actually I'll start from when I was born my parents didn't even know what it was until after I was born So it was when I was born, they're like, what is this? They took me to another doctor, brought me back, and your daughter has brachial plexus injury, and it's a permanent disability, and, you know, they found out later on that it won't go away. My parents were told that it would go away in two days, and they're desperately sitting there waiting, watching my every moves, and I'll try to do everything, and they would even see that I tried to use my left my, my right arm first and then go to use my left because I couldn't use my right arm. And growing up, they didn't have that support. And growing up, I didn't know other kids either with it. So I felt quite alone. And when 
I was growing up and used to get bullied consistently and every single day I moved multiple different schools. My mom talked to the school boards and my dad met trustees and the superintendents of the schools just so that, you know, I can stop being bullied. And it was consistent. All those things that I've had to go through made me more, um, made me more <laughs> willing to put my story out there. And I was told in 2012 by my mom to write a story and I'll <laughs> I'll get into that a little bit later but she was she was the one that told me that you need to write a book and get your story out there and it all those things although a lot of them when it had to do with my disability were negative there are positives that come out of it which is me being stronger and me having to persevere through all those things and and through doing those things and putting myself out there now I know that it was supposed to happen that way so that I can inspire others and people who have brachial plexus injuries who I've met now online. If it wasn't for social media, I would have not met anybody. It, I, yet, that is, because my hope was to use my book to get out there and connect. And that's exactly what my mom told me to do, was create your book so you can go and connect with people. Hopefully people will reach out to you, put your contact information in there. And I just started meeting people right before my book was launched. So that all makes me happy. And now I'm seeing why this is like, you know, my purpose and my mission is to continue to put my story out there and continue to be vulnerable and even posting pictures of my arm. I used to hide my arm in my sleeves and everything. And now I'm just posting pictures of my arm and talking to people, even talking to parents, parents who reach out and say, you're so inspiring. My son is like one, my daughter's two, and they have BPI and I know nothing, or I'm very nervous. I'm scared that they will get bullied. And I talk to them. I talk to them because I remember how my parents were. And I found a letter um, a year after my mom passed away in 2014. So I found the letter uh, in 2015. And the letter uh, was to um, talk about my injury and how what I was going through. I don't even know who she was sending it to, but she had wrote it and I found it handwritten about everything that I was going through at eight years old and me being bullied and um, their hopes for me for my future and how I try to persevere. And I get into things like an ordinary child. And as long as I'm not hurting myself, they let me do it. And they try not to bubble wrap me, but they also wanted me to be safe and you know, so all those things. When I read that, I was like, okay, wow. And she's not even here to further speak to it, but I'm reading more about her story and she's not here. And I included that in my book as well, her handwritten uh, note. And I also transcribed it as well so that other people can, if they couldn't read her handwriting, they can also read the, the book itself so that they can see that she, she's, as a parent, is still speaking. And my father spoke, my brother and my sister spoke in there as well. So that people get like my perspective, my parents' perspective, and then my siblings, because not only me as a person with brachial plexus injury, but other children, other families with a child or someone within the family with the special needs, it also affects others as well. And, you know, it helps the whole family to be strong and perseverant and inspire other families and other people with it too. So, yeah. Sorry, I was rambling. <laughs> wow, no, that, wow. Like that is such a beautiful um story and a beautiful like I thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability and just the fact that you went from yes um being bullied and which is so sad and just your message has so much to offer on so many levels um first of all like teaching your kids to not 
ever treat anyone different just because they look different and to be full accepting and have compassion and empathy. Um, you're, the fact that you took something that might be a bit of an adversity uh, and you turned it into such a positive inspiration for so many other people and the fact that you're taking your message and the fact that you are um, sharing it with other people that are going through what you, you have gone through from a place of compassion and love and you're teaching them that you know it is possible Possible, and it's possible to be brave. It's possible to be strong. And so your message is so inspiring. And oh my God, that's why I had to have you on today. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate and, that. I'm just, I, I'm happy that this is my first experience too as a podcast about my yeah. book. So I'm excited. Thank you again. I'll say like a million times for even reaching out and asking me to be on it. I'm, I'm super happy. And I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I, I would like to, um, so out of that, so you did go through quite a bit of struggle, sounds like, through grade school, and uh, you had a huge amount of support from your family, it sounds like, and uh, you wanted to provide this to other people, and you wanted to inspire other people, so you wrote a book, Brighter Days Ahead, and that, first of all, the title is so touching and uh, so inspirational, and I think that your message goes well beyond someone who has, you call it um, PBI. Um, I think this message could resonate with so many other people that are dealing with uh, bullying and dealing with, you know, something that maybe is a little different about them, right? Yeah. And so, um, so tell me a little bit more about your book, Brighter Days Ahead, and um, and yeah, just tell me a little bit more about that first. So I'll first start with the title, Brighter Days Ahead, A Young Woman's Story of Fortitude, Living with Obstetrical Brachial Plexus Injury. So behind the Brighter Days Ahead part, the main title, um, my mom used to always say, you know, after every dark night, there's a brighter day ahead. So no matter what you go through, there's always something brighter coming. There's always better coming. And you just got to stick through those storms and the darkness and just, you know, know that there's opportunities the next day or opportunities the next time to do better, be better or make changes. So I've always like held that close to me and uh, a I think it was like two weeks before she passed away. She asked me to post a picture of her with those words on the picture. I like after every dark night, there's a brighter day ahead. And I had posted it. And that is why I chose to do those words that she passed away suddenly. So we all had to like adapt to that lifestyle and everything. And, and it wasn't until after she passed away that I truly understood the meeting, the, the meaning, sorry, my, <laughs> I'm a little under the weather. So that I truly understood the meaning behind brighter days ahead and knowing that although I at first when she passed away I didn't even know that you know how am I gonna go through living without my mom now like how is that how is that supposed to work how are me my siblings my father's supposed to live now without her and you know it's it's you can you'll never get over things like that but then adapting and you know learning how to live with it and still looking towards brighter days ahead and even with my disability and all the bullying and isolation and you know taunting and even you know going through depression and and being anxiety having anxiety and you know even being suicidal at the age of 12 years old I wrote about all those things all those negative things behind my disability my disability is also something that's going to help me make changes and inspire others and it already is and I'm excited and I've been inspired by other people as well who have brachial plexus injuries and in my book I include all those things and I feel like though I wrote about my disability and brachial plexus injury, and it's also known as Herb's palsy, is what, what it's also called, Herb's palsy. So though I wrote about 
just that there's other things that people can connect to as well. I talk, I've spoke about relationships and finding employment, being a student and, you know, the work that I'm doing now and volunteering and working in the community and doing a lot of community initiatives, all those things I've wrote about too. So, and, you know, going through college and graduating and, you know, doing a bunch of fun things and going out with friends. And then there's the other parts that I've gone through the negative things, but that's all within my book that I wrote about. So yeah, that's it's it's like I feel like my book is just the whole package of everything I've gone through, not just having a disability, but just everything that I've gone through as a person first. So though I have a disability, you know, I'm a person first. Like, and I spoke, I tried. That's what my editor did. So I spoke out my truth and just like I'm having a conversation with readers. And then my editor went in there, of course, and didn't try to change my voice, but you know, did the whole editing shebang and then I I just wanted to make sure that people when they read it they're 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 getting a sense of who I am as a person when they're when they're reading it it's like they're hearing me talk almost and that they can relate to me is how I wrote my book out and it took five years my mom came to me 2012 and it was finally done last year and now this is where the even harder work happens is getting it out there and pushing myself and making sure other people are aware and know about it ah there's so much good things in what you just said. Like I, uh, first of all, like the fact now too, with your mother's passing um, and there's a piece of her within this book, her legacy lives on and through you. And even the, the title of your book is like a tribute to your mother as well and how she helped you through so, so much. And now you're trans, you know, you're moving it forward and, um, there is, and the other thing that really stands out for me is your tenacity, your ability to, um, you know, to flourish even in the face of challenge. And let's face it, like, and I always say this in the podcast is that there are going to be challenges presented to us. Yeah, I mean, it's not always sunshine and butterflies in our lives. Yeah, yeah. And, and so like, I really love that message that you have and that you had adversity in your life and you, you will get through it and you can get through it. And, um, but honoring that we are human, that you're giving, you know, you've given yourself permission to be human and you're, um, you persevere on like over and over again, right throughout your life. And you know what you, your challenges may be different than someone else, but the reality is, is that everybody has these challenges in their life. So I really, really think your book, yes, for sure is going to be for sure relatable for so many people on so many levels. And um, I'm so grateful that you took those five years to write that book and definitely were determined and your mom kind of gave you that inspiration. So I, I can see that that would, would have been challenging in writing your book, right, to kind of document and everything. And so what was the, you, you mentioned like that you wanted to talk a little bit about the hardest part about writing your book. Um, can you expand on that? Of course. So the hardest part for me about writing the book was just being vulnerable and being open. And I knew at the back of my mind that there's others who need to hear this and can relate to the things that I've buried deep inside. So like all the things that I've gone through that I just chose not to, you know, reminisce on and just leave behind, like the bullying incidents and the things that I've gone through and, you know, all those things I've felt that I need to put it out there and regardless of how scared I am about being judged by others and sharing my story and becoming vulnerable with my disability or my stories that I have that are not even relating to my disability I know that others can relate and 
but the hardest part was actually writing it out because when I was writing, there was many times where I ended up crying about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I went through that. And just even when I wrote it out and I had to reread my own story, tears fell because I was like, there's no way that I've gone through all this stuff, all this stuff I've gone through. And I'm like, here, still, still standing strong. Like, like none of that has ever happened, but all those things actually have helped me to be as strong as I am today and be perseverant and just, you know, continuing to put myself out there so that I can be an example that, you know, everyone has their truth. Everyone has their story and it's empowering and it's inspiring and other people, shouldn't judge other people just because of the way that they look or judge them based upon, you know, the things that are going, that they are going through. So yeah, just, there were so many days where I just sat there and I was typing it out and I had to be like, okay, I need to write about what happened to me. I need to write about this story. This story is horrible. How am I going to write about this story? Just write about the story. Like somebody asked you, like you went to a therapist and they asked you what happened, just write it out. And I wrote it out. And it was hard, but I found a lot of the times that the book actually writing it was very therapeutic. Some of the things that I just never spoke to anybody about, and I just chose just to ignore, I wrote it out and became super vulnerable, like a total open book, transparent person. It's almost scary to me <laughs> when I read it back. I was like, oh, you put a lot out there, but you know what? It's going to help a lot of people. And that's what my mom believed. That's what my family, my friends, my teachers, mentors, that's what many people believe. And I can see it happening now when people are messaging me and talking to me about their injuries or them just having a disability or something, like you said, different about them, that it's helping them to become more comfortable with what they're going through. And, you know, it could be tough at times, but to know that they are strong and they're perseverant and, you know, they're resilient and they're inspiring others too. So amazing. Oh, I, you sharing your vulnerability reminds me of Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly. And uh, she was, she always says within her book is that um, actually being vulnerable um, shows up as truth and it comes, it feels like courage. So I definitely, um, I get that feeling about you. And when you're being vulnerable here on, on this podcast and you're, you know, sharing your words and um, that it was very therapeutic for you, but it's definitely, it comes across as such a truth. And I like behind that, it, you seem so courageous to me. And I know it's going to resonate with so many people and it is courageous for you to really have this as your mission to really help others in a challenging situations. So um, maybe you can give the listeners, like all the listeners in myself, I would love to hear like, what would your suggestion be if someone is really going through a challenging time and they're really not feeling like their day is too bright? Um, what would you suggest? What would your top suggestions be? I would suggest first accepting the situation or accepting what's your, what you're going through. And when you can accept the current situation, then I feel like what, well, what has happened for me is when I accept what I'm going through and I say, okay, well, it's either I can change it and I can make the steps to make changes and I can make the steps to, you know, help the situation or I can accept that it's not going to change. And I'm, I, it's not something that I can help and just try to move forward from it and just know that better things are coming and that you can always try again and that you can always push through and be strong through it because you have to, you have to be strong because when you're strong, better things are coming. 
better things come when you could sorry my mind is just going everywhere <laughs> and I know you can edit it out but well I'm, I'm trying to like think and like spill it out at the same time but for me when I'm having a down day I do things that are helpful to boost my mood so when I listen to music that's like my biggest thing I have a pendant that I got after my mom had passed away and it, it's a music note because she said that music is her life and music is my life. I feel like if I haven't had headphones for, for days, weeks, <laughs> and I go out and I'm like, I need music. So I come home and I listen to music and music helps me boost my mood. So doing things that I love doing and even I write, I don't consider myself to be a spoken word artist, but I'll sit and I'll make a poem or two and I'll just write out what I'm going through and just, you know, journaling. Journaling's really good when you're going through something and talking about what you're going through, even if you feel like you don't want to actually tell somebody what you're going through, writing it out really helps because then you can read it and just get it out of your head and just go about your day. And if you'd like to revisit it, but it's already out of your head and, you know, spending more time with others, going out, doing something fun. Um, even if it's just like a painting class or, you know, if you choose to like go out or, you know, drink wine or something and read a book that you really love enjoying doing just so that you can, you know, practice mindfulness mindfulness is very helpful so you know doing something to just get your mind off of what's going on and being present that's huge just to get out of whatever it is that you're worrying about from before or worrying about in the future just okay I'm wearing a blue shirt I'm wearing a scarf and I'm staring at a computer screen kind of mindfulness <laughs> so just just being present and and just knowing that there's better not worrying so much because you never know what happens in the future and I sometimes I'll sit there and I'll worry about what's happening like oh my god this is due tomorrow and I have to do this I have to do that I have to do that but then what if plans change that next day and I'm just like oh I wasted all that time worrying about all this for once so just just being present and just trying not to worry about future stuff and just being in the moment and doing things that you enjoy doing and spending time with others doing things that you love and paying it forward, doing good things for others helps me too. When I do good things for others, it makes me so happy and smiling and stuff. And I just totally forget about what I'm supposed to, what I'm supposed to be worrying about, which is good <laughs> until I'm ready to actually tackle those things with a clear mind and clear heart. And I'm not so angry or not so worried or so sad about what's going on. I'm just thinking about what's next. What's the next thing? What do I have to do without being so worried? Wow. Okay. First of all, are you sure you're only 23? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> the, wisdom, the wisdom in what you just put forth is just unreal. Like, I, and those are, you know, me with the podcast, I love actionable advice. Like I love sucking out the things that you can apply to your life. And though the list of things that you just came up with to help the listener and help myself and help so many people of the things that you can do when you are in a challenging situation, like, you know, are you sure you don't have a degree in positive psychology? <laughs> you know what? It wouldn't be a bad thing <laughs> to go get because a lot of people, when they speak to me and, you know, they hear that I'm 23, but once they start speaking or talking about the things that I've gone through, they ask the same thing. They asked for my ID when I was 17 in college because I started at 17. I was so young. And they asked me, you know, let me see your health card. I don't believe that you're only 17 coming to college. You sound like you're 25 turning like, I don't know, 30. So that's, I think, all the things that I've been through and all the things that I've had to adapt to and everything that I've had to persevere and be strong and brave through actually shaped me. And I feel like my like my yeah. body is 23. Like, I was born 23, almost 24 years ago. But I feel like 
all the things have shaped me to be a little bit older and a little bit wiser than my age. Like, I feel like I'm mentally maybe like almost 30 years old is what I feel like. And people are like, oh, you're too mature. You know, how are you so mature for your age? All those things, all those things shape me to be. Of course. I And so, and definitely like, you know, I always say age is just a number, right? Yeah, um, you have so much wisdom and you have so much to offer um, all the people in the world. And I'm so thrilled for you. And I'm excited about your book launch, uh, Brighter Days Ahead. And I'm also, I'm wondering if, if anyone wants to get a hold of you or they want to connect with you, where should they go? So, uh, well, we met on Instagram, which is at win underscore inspire. So when it's spelled W-I-N underscore inspires, and you can reach me by email at Winika at winninspires.com. Also, my website is www.winninspires.com winninspires.com. There you have it. That was amazing. I hope you got as much out of it as I did. So inspirational. I do want to give away three copies of her book. Uh, so please, if you like to enter a chance to win, all you need to do is go over to my website at andreasidel.com and just subscribe. And that's all you need to do to enter into the draw. The other thing, if you want a bonus entry, you can take a screenshot of this episode and post it on your social media and tell everybody why you like this show and then tag us in it so we know you've done it and presto you have another opportunity to win the book giveaway so our instagram handle is live life happy underscore as and our facebook handle is live life happy community all one word so good luck if you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com, where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the 